Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. Five sketch I'm ideas. Andy Alistair, if you think about it, all... I'm Alistair George William Chobley Birchall. All gliding is hang gliding if you do it with your friends. And I guess you <laughs> you shout you shout, thing, you shout things to each other out the window, you know. What's the shouting part? I don't know, I guess, I guess hanging. Like if you if you want to hang, you need to sort of in some way... Be communicating. Do you think hanging with your friends implies you must communicate with them in some way? Yeah, but you know what? Like, which part of hanging mm. involves a which which style of hanging were you imagining that involves a window? <laughs> I said all <gasps> gliding is hang gliding if you do it yeah. with your friends. So I'm yeah. picturing your glider has a window and you're shouting through the window to your friends. It's part of the hanging. Oh, gliding. gliding. Yeah, sorry. I, I was picturing hanging. So like, <laughs> how about this? It's a noose with a window. Yes. Oh, interesting. It's a, mm. So you can hang. Is it like a, mm. a green noose? A green noose. <laughs> yeah, that's a it's a uh, it's a noose made entirely out of windows. <laughs> like a green house. Is that what you think? Like a green house. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is a house made out of windows. <laughs> Is that what the prefix green means? I think so. Made out, out, of out of windows. <laughs> um, oh, that explains a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of another thing that starts Greenland. with green. Greenland. I guess green, uh, green land. Green gauges. Uh, gr- did you say green lantern? The no, I didn't say that. Oh, all right, okay. A, a lantern, though, is definitely a lantern is definitely something that's already made mostly, it, mostly made out of windows. Made out of the windows. That was the second so, piece of evidence that proves the rule. No, but Andy, I think that by but then when you call it the Green Lantern, I think that then eliminates the windows oh, and then no, it becomes it a man. Cancel out the windows. <laughs> a double green, a double window already makes is. a man. <laughs> so, so if you say green greenhouse, mm. it's actually that's just a big guy. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know what I realized today, for the first time, mm. uh, is that I found because I'm going through notebooks so that I can, you know, throw them away, mm. and so and, and then you're move digitizing country. them, and by that I mean yep. turning them into a finger. Yes, I'm turning it into fingers, <laughs> and then I'm going to take those fingers. And I'm gonna, I don't know, tap on them. Um, I am. Oh yeah, I noticed that there is that when I when we did the 400th episode, I had started a brand new notebook, mm. um, and that's where I'd written all the sketch ideas in. And it's a very big notebook. And then it occurred to me, I could put all of the two in the think tank, um, like lists of ideas, pages. 
into one notebook. Alistair, isn't that <laughs> what than, we used to be doing all the time? Oh uh, no, we had a we had a pad initially, mm. but then since then, all of the sheets are loose around my place you know like i've i've been finding sheets along the way and i'm piecing together the years and years of stuff and then there's notebooks all over the place that have random pages as well i mean they truly are the scrawlings of a madman that's real they really are seven you know kevin spacey's notebook mad shit Mm -hmm. yeah why is it that psychopaths one of the first things they lose all respect for the laws of is um you know, ruling a margin on a page, layout, you know, structuring a... <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it depends. I guess maybe they were so mad mm. that they missed they missed even getting the rules. Mm. Well, they're on the margins of society very often. That's right. And that's maybe. where they start to write. <laughs> maybe they think that I don't need, I don't need another margin at this point. Um, I've, I've had all the margins margin I Margin trading? Eat. Margin training? Sorry? No, margin... <laughs> I said margin trading. Ah. That's, I think, when you when you have money in a, like, a trading yes, account. Yes, yes, yes. And, and then it, it allows you to borrow something like mm. eight to ten times what you have. Oh, it sounds good already. And then, <laughs> and then place that on a... On a a, f- a f- highly volatile stock. Yes. Yeah. And then you hope that it goes up. <laughs> and then you make or lose 10 times the amount that it does that when you sell. Mm. Or it goes down so much that it liquidates you and you lose everything. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe you didn't have what much you what you own. Maybe you didn't have much to begin with. That's, that's true. Mm. I mean, maybe, maybe that's what you should do. You should just start with very little. And then get yourself to a point where this you can what? lose exponentially. Like, let's say you keep making money, mm. but then you're also putting yourself in a position where you can lose so much more than you have ever had. This is why I've always said that the poor are actually way better off than the rich, than the ultra wealthy. The poor. Because I've always said that. You do <laughs> always say that, Andy. <laughs> and what, why is that? Because they, they can... Um, afford to lose everything uh, very easily and it won't affect them all that much. And that I consider to be the greatest form of riches. Uh-huh. Just being able to lose everything. Mm, Immunity. Yes. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure they're immune. I think they're like, <laughs> if they lose everything, then suddenly I've they... I've seen a few recently who look really immune to me. Okay. Alistair, I'm not standing by this statement. I'm standing... No, no. In front of this statement, saying I will protect it with my body, I'm saying I, that's how much I care about this statement. I know. I think I was in the wrong trying to trying to question the statement. Mm. I think. Um, Why? I think if you stand, I don't think you should stand behind your beliefs. I think you should, especially if your beliefs are abhorrent. You should stand in front of your beliefs so that nobody can see them, but you know yeah. they're there. <laughs> standing behind them does have a kind of an idea. It makes it seem more like you're you're wedded to it and you're a very supportive wife of your beliefs. Correct. You know? <laughs> but behind every great belief. I mean, in a way, that's kind of what Jordan Peterson is because 
He's a he belief knows, wife. Well, I think he's his. He's a wife to his own beliefs because he knows. Because he, firstly, he believes in traditional values. Oh, of course. And and and, and traditional roles for men and women, right? <laughs> and so. And and then he says messed up stuff, and I've heard him say that he discovered that he can say something messed up, and that the the backlash causes people to like to defend him, mm. and then join his Patreon. So literally <laughs> having having bad ideas, yeah, right, and saying them out loud, mm. and then standing behind them and no supporting them, yeah, right. Uh, his beliefs are his husband. He are he is the wife because in the traditional sense, his beliefs, his bad beliefs, are the provider in mm, his relationship. The breadwinner, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you've compl- I think I think you're right. I think his next book should be called "Belief Wife." Be your own belief <laughs> wife. <laughs> Jordan per- Jordan Peterson, belief wife. <laughs> Can you can you write that down, Alistair? Oh yeah, I'm writing oh, it. I'm already yeah. mid sentence. <laughs> Jordan Peterson no, just, is a belief wife. Um, yeah, and people talk a bit about not being married to something. No, I'm not married to that idea. Mm. I think he is married to his ideas. He is married to the ideas. He might not believe them, mm. right? Much like much like how in private. A wife in a traditional marriage like that uh, mm. might roll her eyes at her husband, you know, in private, you know, not where, sure. you know, if, you know, in public, she in the public facing, she supports him and stands behind him and 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 helps him out because that keeps the marriage together mm. for the children Provides and whatnot, right? Yes, but then behind behind closed doors, she's willing to admit, perhaps, to a friend or to herself, mm. you know. Sure, he's a bit, it's it's a bit idiotic, this husband. You can do things behind closed doors, but can you do things behind open doors? Mm. Yes, I think it is very possible. Oh, I guess that's if you uh, open the door and you sneak into that little space behind the door. Mm. <laughs> yes, so you're still not seen, but yeah. it... But then it seems like you're not hiding anything. That's a really good idea. Except you are. Yeah. Except you are in the nook. Mm. In the little nook behind the... the, that, I mean, that's, that is the classic hiding spot, isn't it? Oh, the nook. I'm a big nook chook. No, but like behind... But, <laughs> but behind the door, that in behind the area behind the door, mm. I think that's probably the number one most used spot for hiding temporarily. And maybe a playful way. Uh, I wonder if under the bed could pip it. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah, no, I can't think. I think in the years that I've been hiding, I mean, this is from my own experience, Mm. okay? And I obviously accept that it's not universal. But um, I've probably hidden under a handful of beds. This is a great... Yes. (laughs) But on a daily basis, I will run away from my children and hide behind a door, right? And you got to think internationally, there's probably uh, more houses with doors than there are houses, houses with, with beds? beds that are off the ground with enough space underneath to hide. I think there's probably a lot of like haystacks, <laughs> you know, with a blanket on top. There's probably a lot of mattresses on the ground, mm. I, but I, there's I mean, so many beds these days. But you with also got to think much. that most houses will probably have more doors than beds. So again, Absolutely. you're correct on that count as well. 
probably even more so. That might be an even better uh, argument than, one, than the one you were trying to make. I, I won't I, even concede that you successfully you know made your own argument, Alistair. You know what? And Andy, I might even argue that the argument that your argument is bad <laughs> yes. is an even better argument than your argument. <laughs> It's. I think if we were Thank to you. entirely it... rank those, I mean, that might even be the best argument that we've used so far. Mm. And then it's probably my hiding behind doors argument yeah. is more than that. And then your argument <laughs> about my argument not being that good an argument. And then probably your argument then about hiding under beds <laughs> is the most... It's probably the most hidden place. That's probably the least good one. I think uh, I think a listicle about the best hiding places or the best traditional hiding places or maybe just a, a, sh- a small YouTube video. Um, mm. I think it should be a new trend online where people show us their hiding places. Mm, right? Yeah. And also, and if it was like a year, like a trend, like the, the, like the 2024, what's... Like you know, like you know, at the end of the year, like what's coming up in twenty twenty four in uh, domestic hiding places, <laughs> you know, between the laundry basket and the edge of the bath. I mean, I have, I have been so impressed with myself in the last year with the amount of great new hiding places I've found where people have not been able to find me for a long time. This is within your own home. Within my own home. I mean, that I is really done... impressive because you're working within a pretty limited palette, you know. It's a, yeah. it's a well-explored area with a lot of familiar things. People tend to know every nook and cranny of their own home. And I know, but... Yeah, when you discover a new hiding place within your home, that is like mining a new Bitcoin at this point. It, they're they're yeah, so I mean... hard to find. There's there's places that people considered inaccessible that I discovered I could get into. Oh, wow. <laughs> and and there's the added th- thing of like our house has been in chaos for like six months because we're sure. getting rid of stuff and things like that. And so the landscape is changing and people sometimes expect doors to be open and boxes to be out of place. And so then you can go into places that were, you know, at one point considered, let's say, a full cupboard. Mm. And then... <laughs> And now I'm hiding. I'm in there. I'm curled up inside the cupboard. There's a box sticking out a little bit. But, you know, nobody thinks, oh, a man is in there, even though they're looking for a man. Do you ever... Doesn't cross... Do you, yeah. They're looking for a man. Do you ever look- consider... Do you ever find a hiding space so good and think to yourself, I'm not going to burn this on this game of hide-and-seek with my children. I'm going <laughs> to save this hiding space for a time when I genuinely don't want to be found by my family. <laughs> this is too good. I mean, it's like an anecdote. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to use mm. this anecdote on a podcast because one day I might be invited on a talk show. And then That's right. <laughs> and then I will use my anecdote then. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's like a hacker finding a backdoor mm. into something. And a zero-day exploit. The, yeah. <laughs> saving it for the big score. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you always keep a couple of perfect hiding spots in your back pocket um, for when you genuinely don't want to be found by your family. I think um, a, for- uh, we could absolutely get this off the ground. I would love to know about the hiding spaces that I think are that you think are relatively unique 
to your house. Like, in general, I'm not, you know, this would be like the MTV mm. Cribs. <laughs> that cultural yeah. touchstone that I'm sure we've referred to many times. Non-stop for 10 years. Yes, <laughs> but this is MTV's Heidi Holes. And we go... Oh, yeah. We, we, we sort good. of buzz past the crib. We don't mm. really focus on any of that. And we think about yeah. just the little spots. Oh, but here, between uh, the stack of ermine coats and the uh, golden statue of Rafael <laughs> Nadal. <gasps> and uh, each, mm. each time somebody is showing you a new hiding spot, you walk into the room not being able to see them. So you kind of get to kind of look for them a little bit. This is a really good idea. This yeah, this is a this really is good idea for like... exploring a celebrity's home. They have yeah. to hide, it, take it in turns to hide in every room of their house. Mm. And then yeah. you as the host, go and try and find them. And what a perfect... Alistair, this is such <laughs> a good idea. This is such a good idea. It's we a can't reality this episode, TV Andy. show based on hide and seek. Well, yeah, I mean, it's also an interview. At celebrity show. times, it's an interview. <laughs> it's an interview. These, this is how. This is the new hot ones. This yeah. is how people promote their films. Oh wow! <laughs> show me your best, you know, and it would be great, you know, maybe because maybe some celebrities only have one or two Heidi uh, Heidi <laughs> holes in their house, you know, that they that they really know about, and so. You, you know, on a film with a big cast, you can just go, you can do one of each. You know, obviously it's a lot of traveling mm. for you and the crew, but but that's fine. <laughs> mm. I'm trying to think of a pun name for the show now. Heidi Holmes? Um, um, <laughs> what's that a pun on? Heidi Holes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. But yeah, also, yeah. I mean, I think, sub- I mean, celebrity Heidi Holes. Yeah. You know, I think it's got a like a yee-haw kind of feel to it. <laughs> Hidey hole, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know. I mean, that could be one of the catchphrases. <laughs> Imagine if we got this up, Andy. This is like, this is how we could make people interested in Australian entertainment once again. Yes, we're going to Russell Crowe's house. We know he's in there somewhere, <laughs> and just knowing that. I, at that moment when you walk in the room, that Russell Crowe is hiding. Do you... <laughs> do you do the full counting to ten? Here I come, ready or not? Sure, yeah. Is we it... might even have a... Yeah, yeah you, you, you start doing it and we've got a graphic as well that mm. kind of shows you... That probably like... That shows you different rooms of the house mm. as you hit each number. Yeah. Like, yeah. One, two, three, four. It's like, you know, laundry, kitchen, den. Now, is garage. Russell Crowe only hiding in one location, or does he hide turn by turn in multiple rooms of the house? We, so we have to find him several times, and that's the way we explore different rooms? Or is it that he's just hidden somewhere, and we're going to explore a whole lot of the house before we find him? Because there's the I risk, think- of course, that you find him really early on. Yeah, yeah, I think, but I mean, Andy, there's the joy of editing. Yeah, of course. You know, what a what a joy. I mean, but then also you can walk around the house and you can have him show you other less good hidey holes that he was thinking <laughs> the of using. The ones that he discount, he, uh, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it shows you his house. And the thing is, is that they don't even have to show you their house. Technically, it could just be an Airbnb or something like that. 
You know, Aww. like you could. <laughs> no. No, you. I mean, I know, I know, but I mean, like for anybody, for anybody who's like afraid to show you their home, mm. I'm just saying, I'm just saying on the download, we're not going to tell the audience this, but you could cheat it. I think. I think. Oh, Andy's you're losing the whole mojo of this whole yeah, of this well, whole thing. Well, in a way, I am because I think that takes away a lot of the artistic value of what we're trying to do. You know, and it it turns it into just another artificial. It's I was it's trying cheap. to do something real for once. I you know what, Andy, you're right. I was cheapening celebrity hidey hole. <laughs> I think celebrity hidey holes could be the last hope the for last, truth. And I mean, it'd be it'd bring. If that was on TV, it would bring people back to ter- terrestrial TV. Watch that. You would absolutely <gasps> watch that. Yeah. Uh, Hamish uh, Blake's house. Absolutely, yeah. <gasps> you know, you could actually... You could probably sell this to the real estate. <laughs> to the, re- <laughs> to the like, to the, you know, like, uh, domain.com.au, <gasps> right? And And you could pair it when they're trying to sell their houses. You know, that whole thing where they... Where they, you know, often do a little puff piece in the in the newspaper. They go, "Oh, uh, you know, fucking, uh, fucking Tim Rogers is selling his his, you know, Turek, uh, mm. you know, like his, his Turek uh, sort of, uh, you know, Five bedroom. art, art, yeah, Art Nouveau apartment, mm. yeah. you know." And then and then you walk in and Tim Rogers is hiding. <laughs> Oh, is, he, is he is he hiding there on the day of the open house for inspection? No, I, mean, I mean, I mean that's fun, but I think you know it's just just too hard to film. You know, all the release forms you got to do with all sure, the other people I'm there. Sure. I mean, in in that version, it's no longer a TV show. It's just something they do to get more people through the door and maybe distract them from noticing some of the structural defects around the place. Uh, Although maybe it get- will also backfire because if they're inspecting nooks and crannies, maybe they're more likely to spot some come, uh, rising damp or... Come to... Mm. What about this? What about this? Come to Mr. Rogers... Um, come to Mr. Rogers' open home and hide and go seek uh, game. No <laughs> Tim Kickers. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. Yeah, because you don't want people who come just to find him and then give him a little kick. Do you think that there's a sketch in um, on on Facebook, right? Yeah. When somebody I think, I think there's on Facebook yeah, sorry, Marketplace. Sorry, sorry, sorry. When so, Alice said, "How dare you interrupt me?" I know. I am so sorry. I genuinely am sorry, and I when feel I've, like I've got the wind in my sails and such a I know, juicy ripe idea. I know, and I was going to do it for such a, a an awful gag of, yep, I think there are sketches there <laughs> on Facebook. You know, it's just end, like it just ends the conversation. Is that, mean? Is that what you mean? Eh? People's drawings when you say sketches. No, people post comedy sketches on oh, Facebook. Okay. It's one of the, in I mean, in 2013, all of the internet companies pivoted to video on Facebook. Mm. Comedy sketches, you know, college humor. This might have been what killed college humor was that pi- with that uh, that pivot to Facebook video. Weren't they already doing videos? Yeah, but they weren't. They were doing it on their own website, right? And then they pivoted to Facebook video, and then F- Facebook could decide who gets to see what. For wow. you know, they could throttle how many people come and see it, yeah. unless you pay a tremendous amount of money. Well, they finally got that money out of college humor that they'd always they got. That. 
<laughs> I mean, I'd think about it. it. That that money that money meant everything to the comedy making community. It meant nothing to Facebook. Yeah. It meant nothing to Zuck. It's Unless, just another another stack in his pile. But maybe not. Maybe he keeps all the money in different piles. Of, oh, maybe all of it which, means a lot to him. Which arti- artist, which struggling <laughs> artist they managed he managed to get a few more dollars out of just trying to move a few tickets to their <laughs> comedy festival show in twenty seventeen. And think he about knows this. I'm think- <laughs> he's got the money there in cash in a little jar, and he's got the name of the of the comedian on it. And it's not much, you know. It's ten or fifteen dollars, but the fact mm. that he got it from them, they weren't going to spend it. They didn't have to spend it, but he made them spend it. <laughs> um, just the idea of a guy who defends billionaires by saying you wouldn't go so hard on billionaires. If you knew how much Zuck cares about every stack of dollars that he has, you should like see he, him with this money. You should see him with the money and how mu- how much it means to him. How happy it makes him. That's <laughs> really mean... nice. That's a sketch of you. Write that down. Yeah. <laughs> and then I guess we would have to actually see Zuckerberg. See with it, the money. and you. S- and he's and he's playing with it, and he's like, he, like he's he treats it like his own baby. He's it would have to be a thing where there's some, yeah. It would have to be a specific thing where there's somebody who is really on a big on a tear, you know, big rant about billionaires, and a billionaire defender steps up and says, "Look, maybe, may or maybe it's like a Christmas Carol. It's like a reverse Christmas Carol, right? <laughs> where there's a poor person complaining about billionaires <gasps> and how." Um, and how stingy they are and that sort of thing. And then a ghost comes and says, well, what if I could show you how happy that money <laughs> makes him? And they take Andy, him on wink. Yes. A, re- a reverse Christmas carol <laughs> is, is, the, is the perfect Christmas comedy. <laughs> Where we get to see how, how happy being rich makes the billionaires and the poor people decide that they're actually glad that they have yeah, the money. And like... Like, instead of a guy who has too much money and doesn't want to give, mm. it's a person who has nothing and doesn't want to work anymore. <laughs> and, yeah. they sh- and doesn't want to the- work on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, and they show him how much it hurts the employers, you know. <laughs> you know like it's a they really show you- good, like at oh. least a trailer. For a- and no, 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 Andy, it'll be so fun. You want to make the whole, the whole film. You think Andy, it's going to be need, equally fun need, the whole way through? They need... Andy, we'll find a way to make it emotionally poignant, mm. you know, or whatever. But the... Uh, I mean, they, the, 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 uh, the market needs Christmas films. That's one of the few types that just get made every year and need to be made. I think there is a there's a beast that needs to be hungry. I know and and we're going to this is the this is season 5 Andy. This is something we talk about every Weird. this is the new would ants like this. This is the Christmas right? season. Season 5, Christmas season. <laughs> it's the Christmas season. And uh Christmas uh, season 6 will be the one down under. <laughs> where they go and live. They go visit Australia. <laughs> Imagine that two in the think tank. Down under. I mean, yeah. <laughs> ironically, you will probably be in Canada at the I time. know. But, you know, a lot of the time when you leave your home country, mm. you that's when you, 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 
you sort of lock into that identity so much more. Yes. Yes. I mean, I've already written a bit about seeing a poisonous snake, right? Like my brain is already like sticking its claws into my Australianness. You know, I'm like Refusing I'm ready to, to let go. I'm ready to flex my my billabongs and my <laughs> you know and show how, you know, I'm I I show the world your cooler bars. Yeah, I show the world. I've already purchased a metaphorical uh, cork hat, mm. you know, to take to take to Australia. Um, all right, a reverse Christmas carol. It's uh, it's given Australia's um, a pathetic obsession with uh, our own mythology. It's ama- it's amazing mm. to me that I've never seen anybody make a small hat. Tiny little hat with tiny little corks hung all around it that you can actually put on top of a beer bottle or probably more aptly a wine or champagne bottle so that mm. your cork can have a little cork hat, little little hat with corks on strings. That seems like an absolute... You know what it should be? It should just be a, a little bottle, a little like bottle stopper, like whatever they are, you know, yeah. those... Is that what you just said it was? Yeah, no, like, that you know, wasn't what I said, but that's really good. That's really, really funny. Andy, that will, that is I a mean, that will sell. fucking idea. I mean, if this that's, was 25 years ago, we would yeah. we would sell that idea and we'd become trillionaires. I know, but you know overnight. what we could do is that w- we could get people into it by making a whole film about the cork hat, <laughs> right? We're, we're not really in this for the film. Here's okay. another idea we're in, that people would We're love. in this for the cork hat bottle stopper. Here's another idea that people would love. I it's can't believe a, you're, you're leaving me this idea behind. No, well, but it, it, no, but it's, 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 it's very much in the same realm. Okay, great, great, great. I'm actually, I'm, I'm still with you and your idea, but I want to introduce a third idea into the relationship. Great. I want to open I it up. I love that. <laughs> to a poly idea real. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think of an, a, a, another polyamory pun, but I don't think I'm going to get it. It is a for your beer can, right? Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, it's a, a, it's a hat for your beer can. So we have the stubby cooler, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that. But what about a broad-brimmed hat for a beer can? That would go around the top, okay, and mm-hmm. it'll cover your hand, right? Yeah, <laughs> like and a skirt or something hand. like that. Like, like your hand is up a skirt. Like your hand is up a skirt, but more aptly, like it is under the brim of a hat, Alastair. Sure, sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and <laughs> and so it protects it from sun, the sun, but also protects the can from the sun as well. Oh yeah, in a sunny area. Hmm. That's that'd that'd be another good little gimmick. Oh yeah, I love a, a, that. A stubby holder could, that has a little, a little oh, broad Andy, brim on it. Could it be a cork hat? Of course. <laughs> With a little area where there's less cork, where your hand, so comes that you can in. get your hand goes in. Of course, it'll be a cork hat, Alistair. Of course, it is. I mean, there's the issue when you tip the can up to take a sip from the. Because you can still have the hole at the top, obviously, or all the corks will fall into your mouth. It'll be very I know, but annoying. I reckon if you if you, if you have it a little bit lower, <laughs> you know, you have a little bit of that top area. Mm. You know, like how hats have a top. Oh, that of kind course. of like, you know, 
Like a top hat? I was thinking all brim. You were thinking brim from brim to brim. You were thinking put this like essentially putting a frisbee on top of the beer. A fez is a really that's a no brim hat, isn't it? Yeah. When you first started a fez, I thought you were trying to say offensive, mm. but offensive. Now what would that be? <laughs> Um, well, f- I'm thinking. Oh. Mm, yes, that's a hey, look, Andy. It's a it's a fez with a lot of holes in it that mm. you, you wear it, <laughs> and then when you finish cooking pasta, you t- to put it upside down, put it in the sink, put all the pasta in there. Water gets through the holes. Mm. That's a fez sieve to me. That's that's really good. I, I find that. Uh, was thinking earlier, Alistair. Yeah. Is margarine, what? is that short for margaret arene? <laughs> Sorry for changing the subject. Back to this hat no, that you can strain, <laughs> strain pasta with. No, no, no. I mean, it's, I mean, what is the connection between margarine? You could strain uh, pasta through a trucker's cap. Absolutely. Is that why? Is yeah. that why? Is that why those hats are like that? Because they eat a well, lot of magic two-minute noodles on the road, th- and they need th- to be able yeah. to. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess they've got to just, you know, they live in such a compact area, mm. you know, especially you know those guys who are sleeping in the back of their cab or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's all it's you all know? about efficiency. It's all about you know having all the tools on you. So what are they like? I mean, but what are they cooking it in? You know, is that something that's also on them? Um, I, maybe, maybe just under the the hood of the truck. Under the hood of the truck. You know, On top of the hood. Think about that. You get that extra sun. Oh, but you also get the wind. That probably yeah. cools it down. Under the hood, you get the the heat that's kept in. I suspect. I suspect I could be wrong, but I think it'll get hotter under the hood than it would on top <laughs> of the hood. Would it get too hot? Do you think? How do you feel about this? You go to a uh, a very high class restaurant. Yeah. And um, you have a delightful meal, and then this at the end, so good. they reveal yeah. to you that the <laughs> pasta, or the pasta sober noodle salad, was strained yeah. through the uh, through a trucker's <laughs> cap. They bring out the trucker there. You get to meet the trucker. Yeah, they get to <laughs> sniff mean, his hat that the pasta I was strained through. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'd be great if they took him, if they brought him to you before the pasta came oh, and they just let you okay. sniff his hat and then you go, very good. <laughs> and then and then they strain the pasta through it. I think that's a good seed, actually. You know? that's, yeah. perfect. that's perfect to me. To me, that scene to me, is perfect. It's perfect. Um, okay, I'm going to write that down. It's one of the most insane mini sketches we've ever come up with, but... <laughs> Um, guy. They strain uh, the pasta right there at the table. It's a bit like <laughs> teppanyaki in that way. But, but they're just pouring the water like all over the floor. Well, or they have a little sink. They ever bring out a little well, sink? They bring out a. They bring out a <gasps> pot like, or something like. Yeah, that. it's it's like teppanyaki, but instead of a hot plate in front of you, it's a big sink. Oh, very good. <laughs> they do the washing they, up. They do the dishes in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> Dinner and a show. <laughs> I don't know why I like that so much. Yeah. Um, okay, it brings Trucker out. 
Ooh, Ooh. these uh, these dishes, these plates are so clean. My compliments to the kitchen hand. <laughs> uh, the trucker's hat. There's no bits of um, old parmesan stuck between the tines of this fork. My compliments to mm, very good. the dish pig. I mean, yeah, like imagine a guy, sort of an old guy, you know, with I his can wife. Use the term and they both pig, by the way, because I used to be. A That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can use that. Oh, word. Of course, yeah, yeah. We, it's much better than hygiene officer. That uh, they the 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 woke uh, mob <laughs> forces you to use these days. Um, yes. Uh, then they strain the pasta through it. Sorry, um, I'm picturing like a. You know, a rich couple watching mm. it. You know, watching watching the dishes, and they're pointing to like the utensil bit, and he's just, you know, they're talking about the craftsmanship and things like that on the, uh, on that clean. Lovely. Yeah. There's no bubbles on it. There's there's no bubbles on that at all. I I saw uh, I think a, a a reel or something like that from a French lady at one point complaining about how her her husband doesn't wash or rinse the bubbles off the the dishes. Mm. And she goes, look, look at this. It's not clean. Look, there's the bubbles there. That's not clean. And did that remind you of when we used to live together at the warehouse and I didn't rinse the bubbles off anything? I mean, I don't, I don't care about did. the bubbles. No, did I? You did rinse them off. I'm pretty sure. Oh, right. You were pro-rinse. I think you were a little bit flabbergasted that I wasn't I mean, rinsing off the bubbles. I mean, I guess, I guess it just depends on how... I mean, I think for me to be aghast about, I mean, maybe I'm a different man now, mm. but I think now for me to be aghast about how many, about bubbles on plates, there probably have to be a shitload of bubbles. Now, that could just be you. Maybe you're a big, you'll use a lot well, of like soap. A big, probably a, a big bubble bath. Of yeah. Soap. Like, and you probably use like a, you know, you probably use a poisonous amount of soap. <laughs> And then there's just. I mean, it was an interesting position for you to to adopt, assuming I'm not misrepresenting you, but it was an interesting position for you to adopt because you also had a position against washing any food off your plates at all. (laughs) You're like. Sure. Um, As in, like, I would just. I didn't do enough of the dishes. Yeah, or indeed any of the dishes. I remember one one time, Alastair, when I watched you try and do the dishes. (laughs) <laughs> and you made it seem so agonizing a process. And at that point, I, I it wasn't was even... It easier for me to take over and do it myself than to watch you suffer. Because I'm not a cruel man. <laughs> no, you're not. I mean, and at that point, because I remember that moment, like, because I remember realizing, not at the beginning, but later on into it, that you were watching me. So I had <laughs> suffered genuinely. <laughs> And then got and gone. Oh my God! Now Andy's watching me with a, <laughs> like, with a sad look in his own eye. <laughs> there was so like, much sighing and stopping and stepping away and coming back. Like, like, it seemed to be every dish was a new, like. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, these days that's why I have glow. to do it. I have to do it with like a podcast or something now because. Or else, like, it really is, like, I have to be going, like, all right, come on, here we go. <laughs> here we go. We're doing this, you know. 
I mean, I mean that's some, that says something though. You're really present. You're really experiencing it. Yeah. For better but, or worse, yeah. you are there in the moment. I think I get a tiny bit of joy from it now because I do know that when it gets done, that I'm bringing joy to my beloved, or at least less agony. So I, I that's one of my main areas of focus now is the dishes and dinner, making dinner and stuff. It's amazing how we evolve, isn't it? Isn't it amazing? Um, how many sketch ideas have we written down, Alistair? Well, Andy, we've written down. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> I mean, one of them just so says cork all... hat. One of them says cork hat bottle stopper. That, but, <laughs> I mean, that's um, one of the best ideas we've ever had. Well, I know, but I think that for me, the idea there is it's taking the toy, the toy manufacturer's path to, mm, sure. to making this film. Is that really we're in the business of cork, of hat, cork bottle hat bottle stoppers, yeah. right? We make this. We stockpile them. We are ready to go. We've, we are ready to launch these onto the market, mm. right? But then we make a 90-minute film. Yeah, Transformers style. Way, yeah, that really glorifies the cork hat bottle stopper. Yes. And then once that hits the eyeballs and ears of the, the general public... They are going to be starting to Google, how do I get a cork hat bottle stopper? And we I are going to be ready. I heard the words eyeballs and ears. And yeah. in my brain, I interpret that as the eye having both balls and ears. <laughs> so that's how that the image eyes, landed in my the mind. Eyes, the eyes, balls, and ears. Mm. <gasps> It'd be great if each sense had its, its own, own set of senses. <laughs> and reproductive organs. <laughs> You know, it'd be cool. It'd be. You know, this is sorry about you know, uh, but um, if guys didn't actually shoot out sperm, but instead they had two shots at it, they had two, and they would just have to put a testicle, which is kind of like a flesh egg. Yeah. Wow. Right. And they would just give it to their beloved, and they would put it in there, and that would form half of the baby, and yeah. then. The, <laughs> And then the egg would go in. It would probably go around it, and then mm. incub. You know, the egg would. Go, I mean, that's probably actually how it works. I mean, how <laughs> would you feel if you had to ejaculate a testicle at the end of your penis? I mean, that that is crazy. I mean, but it's it's either that or you open the bag with a knife. <laughs> no, I think it's. I think the whole testicle has to come out. Come through, yeah. and then you got to like cut its little um, an enormous you, kidney stone. And then you got to cut its little umbilical cord. <laughs> I mean, and that would be a good system for like, for like a country like China, where they were kind of like trying to limit how many kids people had, and so each man could have a tops mm. of two kids, yep. assuming that the testicle doesn't split in two and create twins in the egg. The idea of ejaculating out a whole testicle mm. is incredible. And I mean, amazed, it almost in a way makes that it hasn't been used in a teen film or something. I mean, right? I mean, it almost makes more sense for why we have orgasms now. Mm. If you were to ejaculate your testicles, because that would be so painful mm. that 
you'd need the to cover orgasm it up. would be there to cover it up. Right, like spraying some air freshener after you've done a huge shit. <laughs> huge explosive shit. I mean, it coats I mean, the bowl. You don't. I mean it, it, you don't get out the lube brush the and scrape Andy, it off. You Andy, just I mean, spray a little air freshener around. That, yeah, but that. <laughs> I don't even know if that like that works in the in the terms of like the the word cover up, mm. but not. I don't think in the conceptually. You don't I don't think, think it. Uh, I guess the more I started arguing the point, <laughs> the less I believed in it. I was standing in front of it. Now. I'm now yes. standing in front of the idea, hope, hoping that everybody. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what were we talking about? Alastair. I, I don't know if you know this, but we have listeners, and sometimes they right. support us on Patreon, and my God, that's a beautiful thing that they do. They're the true heroes. They're the true frontline workers in my book. My book um, of I true agree frontline with you. workers. The people who support Big. us on Patreon. And sometimes they send in words, three words. Absolutely. From you them. know, the... We- we have a we have a series of soldiers and and uh, supporters mm. in the Discord, in the Two in the Think Tank Discord, which you can find in the show notes, you know. And they work hard every day, so coming up with their own sketch ideas, uh, you know. Sometimes they're they they're, they're doing their own streaming. Sometimes they're, uh, you know, they're just telling us about little interesting things that are happening in their lives. And I got to tell you, each one of them is a goddamn killer out there in the world. <laughs> You know, they're they're a killer, and I mean that in a complimentary yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Now, uh, one of those killers is our listener Lizzie, Lizzie, who has sent in three words from a listener, and I believe that listener is Lizzie. A listener. Um, I believe, a listener. <laughs> uh, we also featured uh, Lizzie on the um, on the Patreon, recent page, the most recent Patreon, Patreon episode. Episode and, and that and was fun as well. So I'm on Tinder books. And we came up with ideas for weapons for dogs because most weapons are made for for humans. Um, and Lizzie uh, commented saying that uh, they really loved the uh, the dog uh, the dog tongue trigger yes. on, on gun. <laughs> yeah, tri- the dog tongue triggered gun. <laughs> um, so Andy, whoa, what was that? Okay. You got three words. What are your words, Andy? Uh, the first word is coelacanth. Coelacanth, that um, previously thought extinct prehistoric fish, but they discovered some off the waters of South Africa. Coelacanth. Really? Very recently? Oh, within the last 30 years. Yeah, great. Well, let me check. Uh, no, it's not coelacanth. Sorry, Andy. The first word is use. Use. Okay. Yeah. Second word is these. These. Yeah. Uh, let me check. No, no, mm. no. It's um, Andes. Use Andes. Okay, the third word is going to be words. Let me check. I'm sorry, you got one letter correct, <laughs> but but there's three of that letter. <gasps> Um, in this word, so I guess you almost got it completely correct. Um, sorry, the third word is guesses. Use Andy's guesses. So that yeah. means that the words that we are using today uh, are coelacanth. Yeah, 
these. These. And words. (laughs) It's amazing because that's actually really interesting is that Mm. people could use this to write a sentence that instructs you what you want to do after the Mm. words have been guessed rather than have the words be the basis for the... (laughs) It's like it's like Lizzie put a little algorithm, sent an yeah. algorithm through. Well, they piggybacked um, a an executable file onto yeah. what was supposed to be a um, you know a, a static. Um, I think that input. I think we just I got hacked. We ju- <laughs> yeah, I think we just got hacked. Is exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. <laughs> Lizzie. Lizzie found a zero, a zero, what is it, a zero day, day flaw? Exploit. A zero day exploit. A three in the, word uh, system that we will have to um, patch over. I don't think we can patch it. I think this is, this creates a whole new world. Mm-hmm. A brand new place I never knew. Oh, okay. Um, all right, yeah. well, then, if the words <laughs> okay. are coelacanth these words, the first thing yeah. that makes me think of is us discovering some, some new English words. Right, mm. um, in an old um, tomb, we go down into Shakespeare's tomb. Right, yeah. <gasps> Imagine that, where we we finally he discover was, <gasps> Shakespeare's tomb. <laughs> Isn't that great? He was buried with all his words. <laughs> all his words, yes, a whole lot of words that had been I mean, lost, and then we got you know, all I mean, these extra words he, in the language now. Because because they say that he came up with however many words, you know, or mm. whatever he he introduced them to the English language. Right, but then you realize, I guess, you know, he probably if he was coming up with heaps of words, he probably didn't put them all in his place. Didn't find a place for all of them, mm. so he would have all these words that he hadn't used. Yeah, he was probably writing another play. He's going to put them in that. Oh, throw in this one, a shalamanda. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's one of them. I think it's a really good idea, and I do. I personally find the idea of being an archaeologist and finally discovering the lost tomb of Shakespeare. Very exciting. <laughs> you go down there, there's lots of books and stuff. He's been, yes, as you say, buried with all these plays. <laughs> there may be even a curse upon the tomb of Shakespeare. Who yeah. knows? Um, what would the curse be, Andy? Uh, let's see. Well, there's already that thing about Macbeth. Um, and what what is it if you say good luck or if you say the name of the the play? Yeah, you say the name of the play Macbeth uh, in a theatre. It brings bad luck. I don't know what the <laughs> curse is, Alastair. I'm unable to think of one. Um, Andy, we come up with sketch ideas. <laughs> we come up with sketch ideas here. Not, not, not curse. Not possible curses. Unless, and people who sign up to our Patreon... Uh, should send in ideas for the side tank. Mm. Um, also, Sev joined recently, which was very nice. Oh, Sev. Hi, Sev. Um, hi, Sev. Hi, Sev. Thanks, yeah. thanks, thanks so much, Sev. Um, and uh, yeah, they could send in side tank ideas, but we could come up with types of curses for, I mean, that would be a great side tank episode. New types of curses. Mm. And you know? maybe Even, context or uses for curses. Yes, where they could put, I mean, a curse would be a great thing for if, to put on your phone for if somebody, or your credit card, if somebody <laughs> uses it, you know, uses it uh, without your permission. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that kind of thing. 
curses. But of course, the, hmm. yeah. Say, 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 Andy, you were going to say something. Well, curses were, in a way, the original sort of security, you know, um, uh, system for protecting um, stuff. <laughs> and My God. thank you for giving me the opportunity to say that, Alistair. <laughs> you know, Andy, I just feel like sometimes uh, you are underrepresented on this podcast and I want to make sure that you have a voice mm. and that I, I amplify that voice by giving <laughs> by shutting shutting up every now and then and letting you have a chance to say things from your point of view. And finally, I have heard those sentences. <laughs> and I... And and I hear you, Andy. I hear you. And I, fe- I feel reassured that I don't need to do that again. Alistair. Yes. I think we did it. I think Shakespeare's tomb. Shakespeare, the coelacanth of words. Mm, yes, I love that. Andy, um, here is the sketch ideas for today. The prefix green means made out of windows. Look, maybe that wasn't wow. the best one. I think wow. I think it can count as an idea. It can oh, appear. Yes, absolutely. A, a dumb a dumb guy in a show could say it. It's season four slash five. He he believes this, right? We've just come up with a great idea for a character trait. Then we've got agree. Jordan. We haven't just Peterson. created a sketch, we've created an entire man. Is that not enough for you? Is that not enough for you? We He's created a life. <laughs> it's alive. Um, Speaking of which, Jordan if you Pe- listen to the latest Sci-Fi Try Guys um, online, see if you can hear the real-life crash of thunder that occurred at my house at the point in Alistair's story where he mentions pulling a brain out of a bag and slapping it down onto a slab for a sort of a brain transplant style experiment. It was an amazing bit of IRL (laughs) Foley. Yeah, and that's also on the Patreon. So normally we don't mention the Patreon this much, but today we are really promoting hard. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe it's because we're unemployed. Are you unemployed? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm not a point. So that's why we're doing it. But we I wasn't even doing sub, I wasn't even doing it consciously. Andy, I wasn't even doing it subconsciously. This what? was all this was all accident. Um all right, next one is so I've already said Jordan Peterson is a belief wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got twenty twenty four's best new hiding places. Yes. Um this is a you know, this is a fake uh it's like a fake video for a fake newspaper. Maybe like the shallot or something like that. Oh. Good. And uh, yeah, and then we got celebrity Heidi Holes, <gasps> the best new show, the best new celebrity interview <laughs> show on the internet. We got you wouldn't you wouldn't go so hard on billionaires if you saw how much he cared about, the, about each money. dollar. Yeah. Um. Then we have I hadn't written down each dollar. Okay. Then we have a reverse Christmas Carol, poor person who has nothing doesn't want to work and then ghosts show him how much he hurts his employers and um, his fellow town members by, you know, leaving the cafe understaffed or something like that, you know. <laughs> leaving the Amazon warehouse. Look look how long people are waiting for their ham and cheese croissants. Look at the uh, productivity KPI metric on this spreadsheet. <laughs> several decimal points below 
Oh, and, and look, and look, look, look at the middle manager getting grilled by his upper management uh, for the drop in in productivity in his uh, in his section. Mm. Look at him at home. Look at his, look the tears running down his face <laughs> as he tells his wife that his upper manager is a tiny bit disappointed and is riding his ass. Look as his wife turns away in disgust, can no longer bear to be to touch him. He shows him he shows her his his Christmas bonus check, which is thirteen percent less than last year's because of this uh, this thing that you have done. Look at his children. <laughs> they they have all the computer the new computer games, but they're not allowed to buy any of the bonus packages. Uh, the 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 extended the uh, they didn't DLC. get the. <laughs> they, yeah, they didn't get the limited edition um, Zelda mo- model Wii controllers. All right, you get the point. We did it. Um, then we have a cork hat bottle stopper with the film tie-in. Mm-hmm. I think this film tie-in, Andy, is going to be big. I think this cork hat bottle stopper is a fucking actual idea, Alistair. I know you're I most know. excited about the film tie-in. I'm about Andy. I want oh to make boy. a film with you. We invented a genuine piece of souvenir crap. Yeah, <laughs> and and all you want to do, Al, is market it. <laughs> you don't care about this product. <laughs> all you want to do is have people, heaps of people, see, hear about it, and buy it. <laughs> oh. You're obsessed, Al. What about the purity of the idea? Alistair, remember the way that you want to do it is by making a movie about a cork hat. Well, it, I mean, it'll feature it in some fun way. Okay. All right. Maybe well, people let's will just transport pay them to drug put on in the next James Andy, Bond. We shouldn't have to make somebody, a whole movie. Andy, let's just get you, a product placement. You, you want to make a movie. You want to get to write something funny. <laughs> this, 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 conversa- is the, this conversation Andy, is going nowhere. Andy, this is the industry you work in. We have I, like, never failed to communicate Andy, on Andy, such a profound level. We're not in product design. We're not manufacturers. <laughs> this I is don't even know actually... if you're joking, Alastair, and C- I can't is... continue this conversation. This is what Stop we actually it. could Stop do. Stop talking. <laughs> Stop talking. This is not this is not how people communicate. I think I just found another fucking hard drive. <gasps> oh my god. This is insane. I keep having to go through hard drives. <gasps> 500 gigabyte. All right. That's good. That's a good thing. <laughs> cuz cuz I found small hard drives. And then instead of having to bring these big disc ones that I have, it's not going to, I don't think they travel well. They feel fragile. Alistair, what's the next sketch idea? Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, we've got a waiter brings trucker out and lets diner uh, smell the trucker hat. Before um, they strain it through. And then, and then they say, very good. And then they strain pasta through it. Um, and then we've got the testicle ejaculation. That's the the testicles go into um, 
go into the woman and uh, uh, guys only get two shots. Two shots at making kids. Alistair, you should at least try on stage doing something like a line like along the lines of, look, I'm not doing that well at the moment in my life. If you want a sense of how much, how well I'm not doing. I recently strained pasta through a trucker's cap. You know, that's just the kind of little thing. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I... I tried a joke out yesterday. I'm still not sure if it's great yet, but it's something like this. It was kind of like, it's maybe to go on this bit that is entirely hanging on your line of, I'm here for a long time, not a good time. It's about not killing myself. I'm Mm -hmm. never going to kill myself. I'm here for a long time, not a good time, right? But then I was thinking, it's like, because, you know, I think it's like, I'm just happy with anything. I used to think that life was about... uh, you know, having a good time, right? But then I had kids and I thought, oh, it's got to be something else. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it must be something else. Uh, maybe it's struggle. Maybe that's <laughs> what it's about. Um, fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, and then the last sketch idea is a tomb of Shakespeare's mm-hmm. with all his words. His um, unreleased un- words. Un- unreleased is the person I was about to write. Unused. Unreleased words. Oh, Did you hear Shalab- Shakespeare's dropping a new word? This is <laughs> Sha- people. Sh- Shalamander. People in the time of Shakespeare talking about the fact that Shakespeare's working on a new word. Everyone's really excited to hear it. I think I think this that's a really fun idea. Um <laughs> I think that's a great sketch. Like Shakespeare's <laughs> dropping a new word. <laughs> I wonder what it's going to mean. <laughs> People would say. <laughs> they have they have a listening party. Yeah, oh, that's really good. <laughs> um, they hear the word. Do they know what it means? Or do they just hear the word and that's it? And then they speculate. About yeah. what it might mean. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess they might learn later, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it is yet. I mean, sometimes you could tease the new word, oh, you know, yeah. by by really, and then maybe you charge people to come release and find one you know, of the syllables. How, yeah, like you know, you release the word, and then later on, it's like if people want to find out what it means, they've got to come to like yeah. the show. Or you put that put the definition behind a paywall. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's how he managed to support his playwriting, which was, mm. you know, actually was a was a, a loss leader. He's actually, right, he was making all his. He was actually making all his money. He's like the. It's like the barbecue chickens at the Woolworths. He was like, yeah. You know, um, oh no, the loss leader is the. Uh, yeah, no, that's. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's he would, a loss leader. You got it right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so so he he the the plays he doesn't really make much money on it, but he. <laughs> He does it so that he, people are interested in him, so that he can make money on the on the on the words that he releases, which are actually way easier to make, mm, much quicker to write. <laughs> yeah, um, Andy, that's it. We did it. Here we go. You know, I thought that boots. <laughs> so much for listening to it in the think tank you were saying something Alistair and I interrupted you I'm sorry um, I think that this episode started off pretty slow but I really loved how good it got by the uh, got to some good places by the end I, I think we went to going there with you 
Andy, I'll be, I was, I'll, I was, I'll reveal something. I was early on. I was considering saying, "Should we start again?" Andy, I almost said it as well. Yeah. But then I would, you know, we talked about the notebook and stuff like that. But you know what? A lot of the people who are listening probably considered quitting as well. <laughs> they go, "Oh, they're they're not on form today," but they forget that we really warm up. You know. Yeah. That sometimes we got to get out of our life mood like before noodles we can be under the bonnet of a B double. A B double, a B double, yeah right. Um, Alistair, thank you. Can you send me your file? Yeah, yeah. Well, I love that. Normally we talk, we talk about this. We've been. Oh. Are you are you are you ready to reveal to the audience that we've been bypassing George a little bit recently? Yeah, I've been doing the editing. Did, 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 if, did, did, if the audio quality's been not as good, that's why. Yeah, so let let us know how you feel. We're so let us know if you organized. We haven't been let, able to get them to George in time. Yeah, let They're us know if you can if you can feel the Georgelessness. Mm. Yeah. Um, anyway, and thanks so much for listening. We we love, love you. That's right, you. Bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. So you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 